writing clients trying to meet deadlines will we finish in time the non-essentials podcast so claire how did we get here like to this fifth podcast i mean we did four before so it's just chronological order really no no like how did we get here to our like current jobs in life Oh, it's one of those like deep questions I have to think about. I of hate course. thinking. No, I <laughs> you hate thinking. I feel like <laughs> I honestly feel like I just like fell into like one internship, which led to another, another, you just and then trip over. Yourself. I guess I'm tripping over myself, and then I ended up, and I just don't know how I'm here. Some talented tripping right there. <laughs> I just keep falling into like rabbit holes, like Alice in Wonderland. Just suddenly wake up. Oh, I'm here now. You're like, oh no. Well, how did how you did get, get here? here? No, I think like connections is that a big part as in but how, i mean how did you i don't know everyone just says it's connections right but unless you really go to networking events like i don't know what kind of connections are you talking about people you already know or people you knew to get the job maybe like both mm. uh, also okay i just need to say and the lights are off for this podcast and i actually might fall asleep <laughs> Because it's cold, so I'm also using a blanket. I really feel like I could fall asleep. Too comfy right now. It's my level up of zoning out. Oh wow, well done, Claire. <laughs> if you don't, if you hear a silent pause for a while, just tap me. Smack you in the forehead. Just smack me. Sorry. Continue. Uh, how how can I make connections apart from networking events? I think like for me, one part was it started with like grad shows. Like when I graduated from from my diploma, and then like that was like the first full on like getting into making connections in a way, but like I think it's very very important to realize that you can't be making connections just to garner jobs and stuff. As in, you can't be fake. Yeah, you can't be fake. I mean, you should not be fake. Okay, being fake does work for some people. And if I feel like if companies are at a networking event, obviously the only reason students are going to talk to them is to get I mean, a job. To, yeah. And they know that, right? Yeah, but you got to approach it in like, that should not be your sole purpose. Because I think it's also very powerful to be able to make connections. And not capitalize on it right away. In a way, yeah. And also like to ask people for like even advice on your other, like your other projects. Because if you're just doing it for like, the moment you meet them and the first thing you just go is like, hey, can I get a job at your place? I mean, like, it's I don't like think... It's like, why? They don't owe you anything. Why yeah, should they give you a job? No, nobody would be welcoming to that kind of approach also. Also, I don't know. Okay, personally, for networking events, I think I attended one or two at my, at, like, at school, at business school, but it felt so sleazy to me. I don't know, like... It's, it's like, not wrong, but it gives me an icky feeling because I know I'm trying to, I'm talking to these people with the intention of using them. Like, I don't like the feeling. And I feel like it creates a meaningless connection. Yeah. It's not really a connection. You're really just using them. Yeah. Like, I don't consider that a connection. I think like, okay, another way of like looking at it was like asking people for feedback. Not not even on like just finding jobs. Like it could be like your portfolio, let's say for me at a grad show. Okay. So I, I talk to people who are in the and Well, industry. I mean, what happens at a grad show? I didn't go to art school, so I don't really know okay, what happens. Okay, so it's like a, it's like your final year, you're graduating, and you showcase Obviously. all your, yeah, I mean, that's why it's called grad show, right? <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> you showcase all your works, your top works. So a lot of people from the industry would come, and that's like where they see 
like the up and coming from from all the different art schools and like design schools creatives so it's your chance to showcase yourself but i think like before asking people for jobs another good thing is to see how people in the industry perceive your work so if you got ask them for like advice or feedback instead of just going up to them and being like hey can i can i get a job at your place like instead ask them to be like oh what do you Wait, think so of like famous designers will come to these art shows yeah or like people who are like creative directors with the intention of recruiting or like why do they go both so like they go with the intention like they of recruiting just see too. yeah and also you just okay. want to see so like even other like lower lower ranking i don't know if that's the right way to say it but like people who aren't holding high positions mm-hmm. will also go there just to see like your juniors from let's say the same schools or like people that will be coming into the industry because like as a student that's like your first step into showcasing what you can do right yeah so like of course i mean everybody's so in a way it's just like an, it's like an exhibition yeah it's like an exhibition okay. yeah so i think like the problem is a lot of people approach it with the the sole purpose of like i'm gonna score a job but in order to score a job you have to be able to improve yourself constantly. I think that's like super important. So if you can like ask people with experience, more experience per se, in terms of like how they think about your your works or whatever you're putting out, how best could you improve it? Because in a way that also like helps you see what they're looking for. Right. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a it's a both ways. Like you it shows them that you respect the their perspective on things and it's also very hard for like creatives to see other tracks because we get caught up in our own like thoughts also i mean okay i had a different experience because as like i went to business school so obviously we don't have a portfolio yeah, like, per se have. right it, it's very much based on <laughs> on grades and even the yeah. job like the interview process all of that is very different yeah. so the way i did it was I would just talk, I mean, I would talk to them, like to the recruiters or whatever, like you were saying, a lot of them for us, I know it's kind of like the people who go to your shows are the on-ground people, like you said, the CDs, right? Yeah. But for us, it's it, they're, they're HR people most of the time. So they're like, they're people recruiting. Yeah, they're people whose job it is, is to, to recruit. So new. I can't really ask them. Yeah, like it won't be like a job. Yeah, discussion. I can't get, you know, I can't get <laughs> like even they like, call it. Yeah. Like, like qualifications yeah exactly okay they look at qualifications pretty much so i guess it's harder that way but i really felt lost when i was like in my graduating year like i knew at the end of the day like kind of what i wanted to be Mm -hmm. or i knew a few paths that i wanted to take but then it seems like how do i get from here having no job to there someday i mean it was director positions obviously i knew it wouldn't be the job i got out of grad school but i wanted to know what was the next right thing for me to do like your end goal yeah well my end like how do i how do i get to where they are mm-hmm. so i would literally like look up people in like the companies that i wanted who have the job that i wanted and yeah. i messaged them on linkedin i just said like hi like you know i'm just a grad student like I want to have your job one day and I just want to know like how you got there and could you give me some advice or just tell me like how, how you like got that, there. That like, yeah, tell of, me your own journey. Tell yeah. me your own journey. And I would say I emailed quite a few. I mean, so many people like I lost count. 90% of them replied and every single person who replied would either, you know, tell me in their email mm-hmm. or uh, most of them scheduled a call with me. Because it shows like you're showing sincerity when you yeah, approach them, right? Exactly. And 
I didn't ask any of them for a job. But at the end, of, I know I didn't. Nice. I saw your face. <laughs> I didn't ask any of them for a job. I just wanted to know what I should like, what the next thing I should do was. Yeah. And then I think they probably were expecting me to ask for a job somewhere along the way. And at the end, when I didn't, a few of them said, oh, but you know, like I like I liked talking to you. And yeah. if there's a job that you see on like our on the company's website that you like, like, please reach out to me again and I'll help you. Like they offered it. So if you're personable or I mean, if you show sincerity, you don't even have to be personable because I'm very awkward on the phone, honestly. Yeah. But People like, will want to help you because you're willing to. Like, I think you're taking like a place of humility in terms of like approaching them and Firstly, like you understand that okay, you you are a busy person. Yeah. I'm just gonna try to reach out to you. Exactly. And to see if you'll be you have enough one is like do you even have time to talk to me? But I'm just gonna throw that rope out and see whether you you're willing to come back at me with a reply. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you also give them the option. And I think like the thing is a lot of people in higher roles, like they might not have a lot of time. But if you show that you really can, you really bother mm. in terms of like learning from them. Well, they were where you were. Some, yeah. They weren't like, suddenly like grad, like they, they didn't, didn't graduate and then the get position. into the. And I mean, this is something I learned um, in. I don't know. It was some like career advice session. Uh-huh. People like talking about themselves. Oh, yes, that is like, true. They love to talk about themselves. So if you ask someone to tell you like their story, They'll be like, they yeah, will sure. more than gladly do it. Yeah. I mean, they can and you're literally asking them. So they're not even bragging. Right. Yeah. People love to do it. And they and kind they, of like that you respect them. To yeah. Ask yeah. For it their shows advice. that you, you value exactly. their, their yeah. input. And me not asking for anything like in our phone conversation shows that I'm not just trying to use you. Yeah. Like I actually value what you have to say like and I care about creating interested. a conversation. Yeah. And I'm still talking. I'm still like in contact with some of those people today. Mm. And I didn't end up, you know, using them for a, yeah. for a job or for anything. And they've offered, but, but I like, just you think. You don't need it at that point of time. Yeah. So I just don't need it at the point you don't of time. You jump at it. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I think that's more powerful in terms of like creating connections than just like. Like really fostering yeah. a connection yeah. rather than just like to trying to use a making it tra- transactional. That's the word we're looking yes, for. Yes, making it, yeah, yeah. instead of making it transactional, like actually building a relationship with someone that has like advice and experience yeah. within the industry. Yeah. I mean, it was a bit, it was a shot in the dark, but I had nothing to lose. Mm. Right. The worst thing is that they just don't reply. Yeah. Which is fine. And I didn't expect them to, honestly. So do you think? advice from any of the people that you wrote to mm, yeah one of the girls that i talked to like who was a director at one of my dream i guess call it a dream mm-hmm. company yeah. um her advice was everyone they hire who's at you know the seats like the ceo cmo or whoever like, like all the high top execs, management yeah positions. all the top everyone every single person in the top exec or for that matter everyone in the head office started at the company like on a very low tier, like on the sales floor of that company. Oh, like, like because, from ground up. Yeah, because they want everyone to know, no one, they don't want anyone to think they're better than anyone else. Ah, okay. So everyone yeah. has to start from the same spot. Yeah. So, I mean, I took her advice and I ended up getting a job at that company. Oh, that same company? Uh, yeah, that same company. Nice. Because... Because like you, you sort of like realize like, okay, you know, like you can shoot for the top. 
Yeah. But in terms of climbing but you need to up, start at the bottom to see. Yeah, you, you gotta know. understand everything, right? Yeah. I basically wanted to f- do the fast forward thing, which isn't feasible. Like, I don't have the experience. Why should they hire me? Yeah. Yeah. From that job, I moved on to my second, so my current job right now. Yeah. And in my current job, I'm in a position that I want to be at that old company. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you climbed your way up and then you like switched over in a way. Yeah. I zigzagged kind of. Yeah. Yeah, so I didn't, there was no opportunity to move up at that point in time yeah. within that company. Yeah. So I took, I decided the next right thing to do was to, since I have that ground experience that they were talking about, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they didn't say about what happens in between. Yeah. yeah. Then I took um, a higher job opportunity at the current company that I'm at right now. Okay. And that one I got from a connection at that, the original company, company, at the first company. Yeah. And I think, I mean, honestly, I really think I talk too much and people that has been the general feedback, <laughs> but all of the internships and all of the jobs I've landed is because of my word vomit. Ah, uh, okay. It's because I just, I'm pretty open, right? I mean, you know me, I'm an yeah, open yeah. book. So I talk about things that I want, like. But I, I think in like in, jo- in jobs, it's very important to be able to like talk to people. Well, one is to, to be able to receive feedback but also to like bring up things that yeah. you feel affected exactly. about or like stressed about. Because like, I think for a lot of people, we don't realize it when we're in the job. Yeah. But like others cannot see how we feel when we're doing like something. So like if you're really stressed on something, if like you're my colleague, you would have no idea unless I'm like, hey, dude, I'm so stressed right now. Yeah. I mean, along that same vein, I mean, I do ask for feedback. Yeah. And all of those things because I honestly just want to better myself all the time but i also talk about what i want like goals in the future within the company these are this is the job that i want to work yeah. for uh, so, and to bring that up with like people who are let's say managing your role yeah or, and people a lot of the time i feel like they don't talk to their bosses or they don't talk to superiors because they think oh i should only talk to people at my level yeah but that's not true like i mean at the end of the day yeah they might technically have a higher position than you but they're still human, right? There are other things you can connect on other than work. Yeah, definitely. So that's what I try to do because... Yeah, and like bosses have... I mean, to me, from what I know, most bosses would have, like how you said, they work their way up, right? Yeah, they didn't just become a boss overnight. Yeah. So like they can they can like understand what issues you're going through and yeah. like how you're dealing with it. And at the same time also, like, I think it's very important to be able to go at the jobs, whatever jobs you're doing with a very good mindset in terms of learning because even if you're starting like small at the base of like the whole company if you have a good perspective on like that everything you do is learning for your next role that let's say you want to get to then that is way more powerful than just like doing things for the sake of doing i mean like honestly speak up people can't read your mind in anything you want like if you want feedback ask for it if i mean this might be a bit extreme for some people but it's worked for me in the past. Like I'm easily intimidated by people who are in higher positions than me, yeah. like bosses or my boss's bosses. Yeah. So I know they can tell I'm nervous, right? Yeah. So I just come right and say like, hi, like I really respect you, but I'm also really scared of you. And then it just breaks the ice and they make an effort to be less intimidating to me, mm. you know? Yeah. Like they, and then you connect with them like on that level. And I know that was completely different than what you were just talking about, but I really got confused. Assuming what's in. No, I'm saying that because like the fact that they can connect with you on that level 
also shows that they have gone through the same issues that you face. Yeah. And and the reason that they have probably climbed up is because they've done like like in every job you have to prove yourself. Like you have to do whatever jobs you're given well before someone can promote you at the end of the day. Cause if you're not even settling like Dude, if you can't do like a boring task or what you consider is under like not easy. making use like mundane, too easy, mundane, mundane, mundane jobs, yeah. then why would you think you can do a task above? Like or yeah, exactly. You know, like or that's how employee employers and bosses Can, like, would think. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's like having integrity and all the yeah. basic things. Dude, didn't you tell me like on your first day of your internship at a prestigious like design firm, <laughs> you you filled your job was to like fill the bookshelf with books. Like it wasn't yeah. even to fix the bookshelf like with a hammer and nail. You no. literally were putting books in the bookshelf. Yeah. So so like my my first ever internship. Like I had the chance to uh, intern at Asylum, the Asylum Creative. I gotta say creative behind. If not, you're gonna think I interned at an asylum. Batman. So yeah, I, I interned at Asylum Creative Singapore, which is one of the top few like uh, multidisciplinary design studios. So they've won a lot of awards. They've done a lot of amazing projects, and like I, I looked up to them and stuff. But like first day I went in, they just moved from their new office to, to this new building. Not building, it's like a little bungalow and it has like nice bookshelves and everything. But all their design books were in boxes still. <laughs> so first day they were like, hey, new intern. Sorry, man, you got to put all the books in according to each design like region. So like architecture goes into architecture section, furniture graphic so branding not, so not what you were expecting for orientation yeah so i'm like new fresh design intern does book placement but then i was like okay cool like i can see what books they look at i can like understand you know oh yeah what other what other regions that they are into and like also put it down in my book list because i'm like okay these books are cool like i've never seen them before and things like that this is so, how i can get as creative as them <laughs> yes this is how i can get as creative as them and then from that like that led me to eventually they were like okay you're done with the books that's cool like you you've got it down and i think it's very important like to do a good attitude so then they were like oh, okay he he did that job really fast and really well and he's still happy and like asking people if i can I was like going around asking people like, is there anything else I can help you with? And that kind of thing. Then they were like, okay, put you on material boards, which, so I basically cut foam boards and play, like place materials. Cause when they, when they propose like uh designs for like interiors or okay. architecture, they have to show the clients like, okay, these mm. are the things that you use. <laughs> Claire, do you just yawn while I was talking? I, I already <laughs> prefaced at the beginning of this that I could fall asleep yeah so <laughs> after I what you were talking about after my bookshelf situation i did material boards so i stuck materials onto boards oh it's actually what it sounds like yes it is material boards but like that that also gave me the chance to like learn more about materials like okay this is used for like roofing this is used for flooring and like furniture and like why does it go here and there like i would ask them too and then they're like okay you're, you're like really interested in this 
so then that sort of it sort of graduated up the roles of like what I was allowed not what I was allowed but like what was given to me in terms of being an intern yeah although at one point like while I was still doing the material boards they actually had a meeting upstairs like a company meeting and then uh they, they didn't realize that I was still downstairs <laughs> so I was just doing the boards and then one of the one of the company like one of the head designers goes like oh crap don't we have an intern downstairs and then they run down the stairs and they're like hey, hey Ashton um we're actually having a meeting upstairs we didn't mean to forget you but you can join us <laughs> Yeah, I'm well, like, I'm just like <laughs> I'm picturing you sitting there like a lonely boy making the that. making like the boards, and then you know the you know when Instagram used to have that old filter, da, na, 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 and then like it's zooming in on you with the yeah, gray leaves. The lonely falling. boy, yes, that yeah. was me. Until they like, came along, yeah, then hit me here. And then I got a full intro to the company and stuff, and they were like, "Oh, you know, he's been doing our boards and things." So. Then people start to know like, oh, okay, you're, you're the intern that's been settling like the jobs that are done in the background, let's say. And then people take note of like, oh, you okay, you're you're quite, you've been handling jobs well, so let's give you something of more responsibility. But you also said that's what you wanted too, right? Yeah, like I constantly ask them like, okay, what, what else can I do for like this project? Let's yeah. say, is there anything else I can help with? Like measurements. I mean, of course, I don't expect to be like, proposing like a whole interior yeah but you let them know you're available yeah. to do those but like if i finish yeah. my job then okay i'm gonna ask you i mean i know there's a saying like stay in your lane right yeah but if you stay in your lane and you keep your head down you're just gonna continue on the same path but if you want more you should be vocal about it oh yeah definitely. You, like change lanes <laughs> change lanes to see what it's <laughs> check, all about check the other lanes yeah too, check, the, check like, out the other lanes yeah um i mean Wait, anyway, how did you get the, how did you get that job even? Because that was your new first internship, I just yeah, realized you said, right? Yeah, that's my first internship. Did you know someone there? No. So, I, I emailed them like four times. For like, I sent the first email. Okay, so in, in, in my school, they actually give you a list of like internships that are available. Wow, you were desperate. Yeah. <laughs> so, they give you a list. But I was like, okay, I'm not, like I looked through the list and I'm like, okay, I want to, try to shoot for something larger than that <gasps> so <laughs> okay really claire yawn again <laughs> so okay i sent out a whole bunch of emails but of course i wanted to work at asylum creative the most because i like the projects and then i actually had to send them four emails before they replied me yeah so four emails so i sent. I mean a- i i joked that it was desperate but it really just shows a lot of perseverance. Yeah. Uh, to them. That is true, yeah. I and mean, you have nothing to lose, right? If they don't respond yeah, to exactly. the first one. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, like, okay, student, you know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't... As long as you're not being rude or, like, entitled, yeah, I don't yeah. really think there's anything wrong with it. No, I mean, it's like, okay, if you really want it, you got to forge your own path, right? Yeah. So, like, I sent them the first email. I send them a second one. Like, okay, the important thing is you make sure you reply to the email so they know that you're the same person. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't send four, like, Don't send four emails. different emails. Yeah. And, like, okay, everyone was, like, sincere. Like, I, I really told them, like, I'm very interested in a company. I hope you got like, my, my last email. This is my my portfolio website, my CV, and that kind of thing. Of course, at the point of time, they had much, but, you know, you're an intern. So you just got to go there and try. So on the fourth email, then they replied me with like a, oh, 
you know what? Why don't you come in for an internship interview? And then that's how I finally got my way in. I mean, that's what we were saying earlier, right? So that was considered unconventional because you had that set list of schools that your school gave for the yeah for like the internships for the, for the internship, right? But then yeah. you chose not. Then you chose not to. Yeah. So it was like you chose not to use given connections because I'm guessing the school would have given you a connection if you said you wanted to apply for those companies. Oh yeah, right? definitely. Exactly. Yeah. And then like same with same with me. I didn't go to networking. I didn't really go to networking events at mm-hmm, my school. At the start, yeah. Because it's just, I mean, it's just not for me. And I think you agree with that. You just yeah, you also don't like tough. those. Yeah. It's so tough to just yeah. like go around and shake hands and everything. So I basically had to like create, I, don't, I had to be more in, innovative with the ways I got a job. Like because it's find, not like my family, you know, is super well connected yeah. or anything. I had to, re- it's like, I didn't have connections that I thought. Mm. I, I didn't have connections that I thought. But I realized I had a lot of friends that care about me and they know my talents. Yeah, I think. And yeah. they they ended up like, I, I wasn't even really like looking specifically, but they put me up for jobs and stuff. And then I was like, oh, that's what I was saying when I at the beginning, mm. when I said I really fell into it. Yeah. It was more like it wasn't like a, to me. You set out this genuine pathway, uh, genuine, yeah. like direct pathway. You're like, yeah. okay, I'm going to make friends with this person. So I know this person. Exactly. It was just like, I would just talk about what I wanted or things that I was looking for. And then if people liked me, they helped me along. Yeah. Like and they, they knew you as a person. Exactly. And they knew your, the stuff that you enjoyed doing and you're good at it. Yeah. They just go like, oh, you know, I actually have this friend that, that specializes in something that exactly. you're doing. Why don't I link you guys up? And even if you don't have friends who know somebody who knows somebody you can do what i did i mean like you're just emailing those people on linkedin yeah. the shot in the dark right i mean to begin you with, can build a connection that way you shouldn't be making friends to know somebody to know somebody exactly <laughs> like that should not be the purpose of creating relationships exactly with people. yeah yeah i mean so you can really you don't have if networking events make you feel uncomfortable you don't have to go yeah i mean especially as a student or a freelancer you, you may think like the only way to forge genuine connections is through like networking events. Like a very conventional perspective of like how we connect with other people in the industry. Yeah. And I mean, if that's given, if, you know, those opportunities like networking events or a list of companies that prospective like employer yeah. that your school gives you, if those are given to you, a lot of people are just going to take that path, right? Oh yeah. It's like so, a, here you go. Like yeah, so handouts. I mean, if it's given to me, why would I consider taking a different path? But think about it, like hundreds, if not thousands of those of students are applying, are going to those same networking events. To the events. exact same yeah, thing. That, the, or, and they're saying the exact same thing. Yeah, that's set route. Yeah, that's set route. So it almost works better if you take a different path. Like you take something unconventional. Yeah, like you kind of stand out Yeah. without even trying, but like yeah. you do stand out. Be the Fleetwood Mac of your school. Hmm. You can go. You can think inside the box like everyone else. (laughs) Or you can think outside the box and forge your own path. How profound. (laughs) It's better to be prepared for an opportunity and and not have one than to have an opportunity and not be prepared. I mean, what if you have, like, if you don't have your portfolio ready and you meet I don't know, your dream CD. And he literally asks you, do you have some work that you, you could like a, send me? And you say, uh... Can I get your email? Yeah, can I get like... Or, I yeah. mean, and then you take like a week to send it to him. And yeah. then it's 
a really shoddy job done because you're in a rush. Because you're just like trying yeah. to cram together whatever yeah. you have in your mind. I mean, it's way better to already just have a portfolio and keep keep adding. Oh adding yeah, that's, to it, that's definitely true. Right, and just, then when the opportunity presents itself, you're like, I'm here, I'm ready. Here you go. Yeah. You're really set for it. Yeah. This is the Non Essentials Podcast. Okay, thanks. Bye.